Welcome to Meet, Act, and Part. A Masonic podcast hosted by Midnight Freemasons Greg Knott, Darren Larners, Todd Creason, and Bill Hosler. The views, opinions and experiences that are expressed by the hosts or guests as individual Freemasons do not reflect the official position of any Grand Lodge, appendant body, or Masonic authority to which the hosts or guests belong. And now on with the show. Welcome to another exciting episode of Meet, Act, and Part. It's summer 2023. Hope you're doing well. And uh, first thing, as always, we'll introduce ourselves. I'm one of your co-hosts, Greg Dodd. I'm Bill Hostler. And I'm Darren Laners. And I'm uh, going to let Darren lead tonight. We've got some special guests that uh, he recently met. And so, Darren, I'm going to let you introduce them and go from there. All right. Uh, I'm going to introduce... Worshipful brother John Henthorne and Toby, I forget your last name, so I, I apologize. You're going to have to introduce yourself. Hi, Toby Reed. Hi, Toby. Uh, again, uh, wonderful to see you, both of you brothers. So I met John and Toby uh, on my honeymoon. My wife and I were in Salem, Massachusetts, and I just happened to be taking pictures of the Masonic building and out step uh, two very well-dressed gentlemen, and I knew them immediately that they had to be Masons, especially uh, due to the cigar that Toby was smoking. So I, I, uh, <laughs> I, uh, I, 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 he's still working on it. Huh? <laughs> John told me briefly about a wonderful project, I guess is the best way or program to uh, describe it, called the Project Delta, and it's named after his mother lodge, which is Delta Lodge. And uh, what's the number, John? I'm sorry. Uh, in Massachusetts, we do not have Oh, you numbers. don't have numbers. No. Okay, so it's just Delta Lodge, and that's that. Got ya. All right. So Delta Lodge in Massachusetts, and I'll let John and Toby kind of introduce themselves, give us their Masonic uh, bios quickly, and then we'll discuss what Project Delta is, what it's all about, and why it's, uh, I think, beneficial for every lodge to uh, think about starting and and using this program. So, John, uh, Toby, please take it away. Well, thank you very much uh, for asking us to be on. It was Absolutely um, a pleasure to meet you that night. So my name is uh, John Hanthorne. I'm a three-time past master of Delta. And with me is worshipful Toby Reed. Hi, everybody. I'm Toby Reed. I'm a three-time past master. First time was over 30 years ago. But I love masonry. And this Project Delta is something that's really good for masons. And it's a Masonic love. What we do... Hold on, they're going to get it. Do it. Okay. <laughs> well, Toby likes to jump right in, in, into the meat of it. We have a I good time doing that. it. <laughs> so that's us. All right. So I guess uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about how uh, you know Project Delta got started, and then we'll uh, we'll go from there. Sure. So one thing that Delta is trying to do is get back out into the town, um, into the community as happens all too often, lodges kind of drift away from it. So I have a 14-year-old special needs son who's, well, yeah, I mean, he's 14 now, but a few years ago, he had this infatuation with the claw machine that you see at, you know, Walmart, Target, you know, the uh, the supermarket, whatever. And 
after hundreds and hundreds of hard-earned dollars, he became quite the little uh, master of it. And I found us with, <laughs> quite honestly, an overbearing amount of stuffed animals that we didn't know what to do with. So in speaking with my wife, we decided, okay, well, we're going to drop them off to the local police department and see if they want any of them. And they were ever so excited to get them. And one of the officers that we knew had said, you know what, we're going to take them. We're going to put them in each of the patrol cars. Because as it turns out, a lot of the officers, fire departments, EMS, and even hospitals, as I, I found out, purchased these things with their own money. You know, and that's when the light bulb went off and I looked at my wife and I said, Jesus, you know, we got 22,000 members in this, you know, state alone. I'm sure we could do some, you know, we could do something with it. So I designed, you know, the logo and I sat on it for a few months waiting till I get out of the East so I could have some time. You know, I have to tell you the outpouring of support for it. Thus far, it has been absolutely and utterly amazing to us. When I was putting the first bags together, I think I was putting like 50 of them together. And a few of the local police departments heard. So Worshipful Reed, one night in rehearsal, got up, left, went to Walmart and came back with 176 stuffed animals. And they all went out the door in these kits. And today, now we launched it January 24th here at Delta. Now, I chose the name Delta because Delta in and of itself means change. And that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to change un, you know, unfortunate situations for these kids. And today, as of January 24th of this year, as of today, I've given out 278. Now, each kit consists of a bag with a logo on it and a reflective stripe you know, for easy um, identification in the uh, cars. And each kit has, on average, five to six stuffed bears, unicorns, whatever it is that we're able to get. We've actually got it now to be able to get down to a specific bear. Just the out, out, just the outpouring of donations that we get, um, whether it's financial or it's actual bears or bags that you know people will send, has just been staggering to us. Um, you know, and it's something that we're grateful for and. Unfortunately, there's a need for it, and we hope that the project takes off, but we just hope there's never a need for it, you know? I did a little bit of a deep dive when I did the um, initial rollout, and if you'll indulge me just a quick minute. Um, in 2020, 139,000 kids were involved in motor vehicle accidents, so that's an average of 380 kids a day. Now, those kids are defined as 14 years old and below. And that information came from the uh, NHTSA. One that's a little more of a you know tug on the heartstrings is one out of 15 kids are exposed to domestic violence, while 90% witness it firsthand. And in Massachusetts alone, last year, over 20,000 calls were made to mass law enforcement agencies. So by my math, you know that equates to about 1,200 to 1,300 kids that were involved in those calls. And no kid should have to witness that, despite, you know, whatever the issue is. And as I found out from departments that I've dealt with, a lot of times a female officer will respond, you know, for that whole maternal instinct sort of a thing. And, you know, they're always trying to find some way to keep the kids all occupied and deter them from wh whatever's going on. 
And I have not had one officer, fireman, uh, firewoman, policewoman, EMS, hospital, whatever that has, you know, denied this hit, this gift, which makes us feel really, really, you know, really, really good. I should mention, you know, <laughs> at this point, I don't speak for Grand Lodge or for Delta. I speak for myself. <laughs> but, you know, it's something that I've enjoyed doing over the past five or coming up on six months now. And uh, I don't see it slowing down. You know, we've been we've had kits go out. You know, we sent one to you guys out in the Midwest. We have them that that have gone to departments out in Colorado, uh, North Carolina. I know we have some going to Connecticut. You know, and ultimately, I would love to see this be synonymous with Freemasonry, you know, as I always say, why should the shrine have, of, you know, all the fun, right? <laughs> well, I, I mean, it's it's a great idea. I mean, I know that it, I've known for some time that this is a thing that, you know, that you know, the, between domestic violence, car accidents, and even like um, if a someone's house burned down and the kid's standing outside crying, thinking about all of his possessions that are gone. At least he has a, a teddy bear that he can cuddle at least temporarily until he gets back on the family gets back on the feet. But I was wondering in Mass, I don't know, back in the good old days, Massachusetts used to also have a Masonic angels fund. Is that still around? We do. I believe each and every lodge has it individually as I understand it. Again, uh, you know, I speak for myself. I know we do here, but that's gen generally, um, you know, allocates things for other types of things. I just noticed that Massachusetts Masons tend to have a lot of interesting ideas to help, you know, the, the public and not only themselves, themselves also. There was a brother I got contacted on my blog about a year ago where he his he was a, sh a Shriner, I think at Aleppo, and um that one of their motorcycle riders was involved in a terrible car accident. And all this guy wanted to do, I mean, he'd been, he's laid up for like almost a year or two. And all this guy wanted was people from brethren from all over the United States and the world to send lapel pins to this brother. And so they're going to, they were going to mount it up there and let him know that Masons around the world are thinking of them. And so, I mean, I th you guys have got a great tradition for this and I hope it really does continue on and grow even more as i know a lot of departments would probably love to have something like this yeah i mean as we're finding each department it's not so much the department that's involved as it is the specific officers or you know again firefighters um or ems you know so and honestly that makes it better in my opinion because that's directly from that officer or that first um, responder themselves they don't have to have a department with their PR people and all that trying to orchestrate this it's actually from the heart i guess you would say right right and you know that's kind of the idea behind it i don't you know i haven't come across any department yet that has said well you know it's got to go through us because, again, a lot of these first responders are out buying these things themselves, you know. And I think a lot of people don't understand that, you know. And, again, you know, let's face facts. You know, it, you know, anytime you have to interact with a first responder, it's generally not for a good reason, you know. Absolutely. Well, John, I, I just going to say what an outstanding program. I think, you know, Freemasonry, and John, you alluded to this, is sort of sometimes becomes insular. In other words, you know, we look at ourselves within the, the, the four walls of our building, 
and it's sort of like talking to ourselves and all this, but you've just done an amazing thing here to, to outreach to not only help the kids, but to connect the, the community to the lodge. And this is exactly what we need to be doing all over the country, these kinds of projects to put Freemasonry back into, you know, the mind of the public. You know, we're, we've been off the radar for so long. And, you know, just the fact that you can do this and, and touch the life of a young person and help them in, you know, sometimes their most traumatic time in, in their young lives, I think just speaks, uh, one, to the heart you and Toby and the others in Delta have. But just, you know, the compassion and things that we need to show uh, today, especially in this time and era in our society when there's so much anxiety in young people and, and the population in general. I just think this is just an amazing uh, gift uh, and a service that can just help bring a little bit of a bright light to that person that one day. So I just want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart for what you're doing. And you. uh, I'm just so impressed. But I guess my question is then building off that, how do you think in your in the you know in the community, I assume like you said, it's been well received. What's been the reaction, say, of other lodges or others that have uh, uh, become familiar with the project? Are there other lodges going to emulate what you're doing? Absolutely, and on that note, Worshipful Reed is tugging at my sleeve. I believe he would like to add uh, to that, if I may. He's kind of the guy that goes around uh, to other lodges and and kind of pokes the bear, so so to speak. So, if you guys don't mind, I'd like to have Toby to that. No, absolutely. I, um, I go around to different lodges, and I have a I bring a kit. We make it uh, consists of a backpack that can be used in an emergency if a child needs something to stash their goodies in to go off to uh, another environment. But every lodge I bring this to. And every police officer I discuss this with, they are all enthusiastic. And it, it's kind of like I'm Father Christmas. <laughs> and uh, when I bring these kits around, gosh, they want a bunch to go to, to their town. And I say, whoa, 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 wait a minute. You, uh, you ought to share in the fun that we have. We sit around uh, like a sewing circle. We'll get a bunch of bears from a wholesaler. And we clip off all the unnecessary tags on them, check them for button eyes, which can be bitten off by children. So we watch that, make sure that the toy is safe for them. And uh, it takes us a while, but uh, one guy will be doing the bags. Uh, John has a, a hot press that he puts the decals onto the backpack. And we'll get a stack of bags and a stack of this kind of bear and that kind of bear. And sometimes we usually, uh, well, we usually do is put in a gigantic bear. Uh, the other ones are about eight inch or less bears. We don't want things that are 22 inches high or uh, the size of a child. We want a small bear that the, or stuffed animal, if you will that the child can actually hold, and we tell them to name their own bear. Now, the one on the logo, his name is Boots Bear. Boots the Bear. And uh, the kids are free to have their own little friend at the time that they need one. But all the officers, these crusty, hardened, 
I will, won't say embittered, but I will say well-seasoned guys that are used, used to handling people who are not quite so nice. And uh, even as gruff and rough and tumble as they are, their hearts just break when they see this kit that they can hand out to little ones yeah. who need it. Yeah. It's... All of the lodges, the guys love this project. And I say, all you have to do, get on to Amazon. Now, I'm a tightwad, not like the rest of you Masons that are so <laughs> gentle. But I go and look around, where is there a sale? And I'll go down to a Walmart and talk to the manager. And I'll say, gee, you know, at the end of the Valentine season, at the end of the Easter season, at the end of Christmas, if you've got any of these things left over, what kind of a deal can we make? I'll buy them. I explain what I'm doing. And they are most enthusiastic. So you get a bunch of bears. We provide, if we have to, we can provide the uh, bags that the bears go into. Yeah. So what we've been doing with a lot of these lodges, we just provide the bag with the logo on it. And they get their own um, stuff to fill. Now, to a point. To Toby's point, you know, we do get a lot of like the bigger bears. And if we hear of a child in the community that's maybe ill, uh, we'll take one of the bigger ba you know, bears, put it in a bag and we'll send it along, you know, to the house for the boy, girl, whatever. Pretty much everything gets used. And we're at the point, like I said, now where we're just basically making bags and we ship the bags off to, you know, whomever wants to get their own items. And it's just grown so fast, like we've had to change directions, you know, three or four times with it. When we saw Darren, we were dropping off 30 that were going to an ambulance company that wanted one kit for each rig, and which, which is great. And as Toby said, you know, it's a bunch of grown men in that room, and they're all taking the bags out, and they're all playing with the bears, and, you know, and, and, and you know, you could kind of see the melt a little bit. That also makes us feel good because we know, you know, we're in the right zone. You know, we're in the right crowd for it. But that's that's the plan. The oh, yes. We had a district deputy that just loved the idea. And he's the one that we dropped off 32 that night. So, you know, there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of orders. I think right now in Massachusetts, I would have to get onto my computer, which, as you know, we learned from me trying to log on to this thing isn't cooperating, but I think they're in something like 37 or 38 departments in Massachusetts now, which is pretty good. That uh, encompasses about 10% of the towns in Mass. I think there's 360, give or take. So it's just off to a great, great start and super happy to have it go the way that it you know has. We named the bear Boots Bear that's on the bag because my nickname for my son when he was born is Boots. I don't know why it just came out and it stuck. And I figure in honor of him, because this whole thing was based around, you know, him, you know, that, that was a good way to honor that. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. John, have you given any thought to like approaching the, uh, since they're headquartered there in Lexington, the Scottish Rite, the Northern Masonic Jurisdiction of the Scottish Rite, and, and, you know, seeing about, uh, my thought being, you know, they already, at least Northern Masonic Jurisdiction runs dyslexia centers for, you know, children with, with reading problems, uh, it, you know, maybe getting some of their backing to, to help roll this out, maybe at least to the states and the valleys that have, uh, that are under the NMJ. 
No, that's, I mean, that's absolutely a great idea. A lot of the district deputies that are on board with this, um, and a lot of the members all also belong to the right. So to be honest, I haven't heard anything from them, but that's, a, but that's actually a great idea. It's something I can look into. You know, as I said, right now, the way this thing is starting to grow, it's, it's, it's not getting away from me. <laughs> but at every turn, at every day, I get an email or I get a call or I get a text. You know, so I think it's just a matter of time before this thing spreads. The way this thing really, really, really took off was I was at a cigar event and with the with the junior grand warden and the grandmaster was there, past junior grand warden. And then next thing you know, I'm talking to the guy that's the editor of the travel magazine, which is our, you know, yeah. uh, which is our, you know, um, yes, the thing that comes out every three months there. And, you know, next thing you know, I get a, a phone call because he says, oh, you know, I'm going to put a little ad in it for you. This is great. And I'm sitting there looking through it, or so I thought. And I said, oh, well, you know what? Maybe it'll be in the next one. Well, an hour later, my phone rings, and it's uh, one of the brethren from the lot saying, hey, did you see the magazine? And he says, yeah. I said, you know, we didn't get in it. Maybe it'll be next month. He goes, what one are you looking at? He goes, turn it over. And I looked at the back page. And we had the entire back page and it just exploded from there. <laughs> so it was just, it, it was an unbelievably amazing thing. I, I'm a fifth generation Mason fourth in this lodge. And I'd like to thank, you know, my dad and my grandfather, my great grandfather are, uh, you know, pleased with it. Of course, they're not here with us anymore, but I would like to think, you know, wherever they are, they're pleased. I'm sure they are. Uh, Greg or, or Bill, what else do you have? you have any other questions for John or Toby? No, John, I, again, Toby, I just want to say thank you for what you're doing. You know, not again, not only just for the kids, but you're creating some excitement in the lodge. I can hear it in your voices. And so many times that's what we lack in Blue Lodge is getting behind that fun project that we know is going to make a difference. And you guys just struck, you know, the gold mine, I think, with this this idea, I think the beauty of it is it's so simple, yet you can do so much with it. That's I think that's what's cool about it is administratively, yeah, it's not very hard. You've got your little system down, you go get your supplies, and you go out and make a difference. And I think that's that's the beauty of your idea and other ideas that lodges can emulate. So again, I just want to close with giving you my thanks and uh, best wishes for how you're doing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's uh, it's very, very hum humbling, you know. Our hope is that you guys out there where you are will take up this torch and push it along. And if you need any help, we're here. But I'm sure you guys can do the same thing in your own area. Do you think you can? Are you guys up to it? Oh, absolutely, Toby. In oh, fact, I'll, I'll I'll tell you that, uh, and I discussed with John, I had brought the kit to uh, one of the lodges I belong to, where I'm, again, worshipful master for second consecutive year, uh, Homer Lodge number 199 in the small little town of Homer, Illinois, here in East Central Illinois. And uh, the, the brothers just thought it was just an amazing idea, fantastic idea. So we're going to, I'm sure, going to uh, start, you know, We've already we have one of our members is a volunteer firefighter there at their department. So he's going to talk to them and see, you know, wh what 
their needs are. And then I'm going to be in touch with John to get some bags and we're going to do what we can do to, to help spread it here in uh, East Central Illinois. Excellent. That means the world to us here. It's, it's, I mean, it's just a great, great thing. Thank you. Subscribe to the idea that everything kind of happens for a reason. So I think there's, you know, purpose for me meeting you and, and hopefully you, with, you know, uh, the, the article I wrote for the Midnight Freemasons blog and also with the uh, with the podcast that we can get the word out and uh, spread spread the program to every jurisdiction here in the States. And, and I mean, honestly, overseas, I think the sky's the limit for this, to be honest yeah. with you. Uh, so I guess, well, John, oh, go ahead, go ahead, John. I do know, you know, there were other, I can't say organizations or groups, but there were other factors, I guess, that were out doing this and providing them, but I just don't think that they had the legs to make it work, you know? I mean, as I said, in Massachusetts, we have over 22,000 Masons. That's a lot of ground that we can cover. And throughout every other jurisdiction going, I, I mean, it's, you know, like you said, the sky's the limit, you know? Yeah, my my hope personally is that we can. We've got a one of our. We've got several charities here that are are Grand Lodge affiliated charities, uh, but one of them is the Illinois Masonic Children's Assistance Program, and I think this is right in their wheelhouse. And uh, I, as I as you know, I communicated to to our Grand Master, and he's going to discuss it with them. So my hope is that they will, you know, help me carry the torch. But if they don't, you know, we'll we'll go it alone, and we'll. We'll make it happen. You've got, uh, you know, 27,000. We, at last count, had around 40,000 Masons here in Illinois. So, you know, we can, that's a lot of, uh, a lot of real estate we can also cover here as well. So, you know, I think, John, uh, it, it just an, an awesome idea to come up with this. And as, as you have said, you know, every person, every Mason, every person, honestly, a Mason or, or non-Mason, I've discussed this with just think it's uh, an amazing uh, thing that you're doing. And uh, like I said, the hope here is that we'll carry the torch for you and, and spread it. And also the hope is that this podcast will reach other jurisdictions and people get in contact with you and we can, you know, spread it to them as well. Excellent. Excellent. Thank you. So I do have one other, one other back story to this. Mm -hmm. The woman that created my first logo sticker, because now we do everything here. We, you know, we do it all in house. I, you know, I print them here. I heat press them on to the bags here. We do everything here. But the very, very first bag, the woman told me that her daughter, when she was 13 years old, was struck by a car. And the police officer just happened to have a stuffed animal in the car, and he gave it to her. And that stuffed animal, that bear, stayed with that child on the side of the road till the ambulance came through the help that she received from EMS, through triage at the hospital, through her stay in, in the hospital, and through her rehab at home. 17 years later, the girl is 30 years old now. She still has that bear. So this is the type of impact that it can have. And, you know, let's not disregard the effect that it can have on the first responders, because let's face facts, right? These guys have, you know, men, women have a thankless job. You know, they see people at their worst, okay? And if they can help, you know, put a smile on a child's face in a very dark time, that has to make them feel good, right? So, yeah, I mean, absolutely. 
Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, to to Greg's point as well, it's exactly, you know, I agree 100% with Greg is exactly what we need to be doing in our communities to to be getting our name out because who who knows uh you know whose life this could touch you know essentially maybe the next i don't know albert pike or mackie or or you know some future masonic scholar will become a mason just because of a bear that was given to him by a first responder and and uh you know he saw that bag with the square and compass and decided he wanted to be part of that so i mean the the uh impact that you're having is, you know, indelible, I think, to not only uh, the future, as you said, of these people at the the example of this young lady who kept the bear and, you know, and still has it and she's in her early 30s, but also to to those that may, you know, not know anything about Freemasonry or, you know, maybe just even the random act of giving a bear to somebody's child gets another guy in the lodge because he's like, that's an awesome thing. I want to be a part of this. So, so what, you know, just the I don't like to use the word advertising, but the the what guerrilla marketing, I guess we could call it that that you're that you're doing, I think is is going to have an impact down the line, and and I think that's uh, another obviously additional benefit not to take away from from the comfort uh, that these are going to provide a, a child that's traumatized but you know that, that it'll also again it's doing what, what we preach which is brotherly love and and I think a lot of brothers think that our brotherly love should only extend to other masons and and in fact uh, at least here in Illinois our ritual pretty much makes it clear that brotherly love should be to to everyone that we you know that we should live kind of the golden rule so I just like I said John I I think you and uh, you and Toby and the other brothers there are doing just uh, great, great work, and I'm I'm just feel really blessed to get to to know both of you and get to meet both of you and get to be part of this. So uh, I thank you uh, for what you're doing. Well, thank you and thank you. It was great to meet you guys, and you know uh, I appreciate the opportunity for all this. And you know you never know we may come out and just drop in. I have family out there and. You know, you're, you're more than welcome, are. John. You just you let me know, and even if we're not meeting, we'll get you a degree or meeting, and uh, you know we'll we'll hook up. So I'd be more than uh, be that would be awesome to be able to sit and lodge with you or sit through in a degree with you and and get to know you better. So can you can you motivate your brethren out there to do something similar to what we're doing? Well, that's yeah. Well. Yeah, that's what I'm. I am doing that, Toby. We're gonna we're gonna do that here, and we're gonna. I'm gonna try to to find somebody exactly like you to 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 uh, do some of the the heavy well, lifting no and then pay. pay oh, well, I figure that's you know <laughs> they probably broke the mold, but uh, as I said, somebody hopefully like him that can you know pound the pavement and and, and get things done. So uh, I think it's awesome what you guys are again what you guys are doing and uh just i can't uh i can't uh express my personal gratitude for you know what i think it's it's the impact that i know that it's already having and the impact that's to come so uh, greg or bill do you have any final thoughts before we uh close up here no again just appreciate you guys being on and uh, hope to see you uh, sometime in Illinois, or oh, Darren sure. and I may venture venture back out to uh, Massachusetts sometimes. It's, uh, that's a beautiful always open. Am I able to put the email out there in case anybody would like to 
reach out with yeah absolutely we're gonna i'm gonna put your contact info in our show notes but you go ahead and give it right now and uh that way they'll they'll have it uh multiple ways awesome thank you so much it's project delta one word at delta lodge afam.org and that goes right to me so there you go. If you're interested in getting involved with uh, doing uh, Project Delta and, and helping bring it to your lodge and or jurisdiction, please email John and uh, he will uh, get you started. And uh, who knows, maybe Toby will show up at your lodge with some bears. You never know. <laughs> you never know, it seems. so. He'll be the guy with the hat and the uh, stogie. Yeah, <laughs> that he's the same stogie that uh, he was smoking when I met him, I'm sure. Yeah, right? yeah. I think he's been smoking that one for 32 years now. <laughs> so. We have a saying here in Boston from the 50s, and the saying is, wicked pissa. And it has yes. nothing to do with going to the okay. bathroom. It's just something that's really excellent. Uh, so uh, from the East Coast, we say to you, wicked pissa. Awesome. Well, I, I appreciate you telling me what that meant because I saw it on many shirts out there. And I know I, I had heard it before, but I had no idea what it meant. So just um, it's really excellent. It's good to know that it's pretty much just another way to say awesome. And, and yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll, leave yeah. it, we'll leave it at that. So leave, leave it uh, John, Toby, again, a pleasure uh, to our listeners. Thanks for listening uh, to this episode of Meet, Act, and Part. Uh, again, if you want to inquire about Project Delta, you can reach John at the email he gave. It'll be in the show notes, or uh, you can reach me as well. Message our website, uh, you know, and I'll get you in touch with them. So uh, again, for Bill and Greg, I will say uh, thanks again for listening to this episode of Meet, Act, and Part. And please uh, think about supporting us on Patreon if you should be so inclined. And I wish you all a pleasant evening, and we will see you soon. Thank you for listening to Meet, Act, and Part. For more information about our show, visit our website at www.meetactandpart.com. While there, please consider supporting the show by sponsoring us on Patreon. Until we meet again, may we meet, act, and part.